say that. Now, we wanted you to see everything because we are still under construction as we start to tighten things up. But first and foremost, welcome back to the universe. We have missed all of you. All we're doing is moving the goalpost a little bit to the left. I am the coach, the leader of the crew. And the crew is going to be a big, big part of what we're doing here at Driving the Line, your sports betting brand of record. Now, this is just a dress rehearsal. We're just trying to see everything from a tech perspective that it gets worked. Like I said, like a little background, we'll tighten that up a little bit too. Today's all about discussion. Today's all about telling you what we're going to do, but our official relaunch will be on Monday morning. Everything will be ready Monday morning, January 15. Multiple shows, tons of talent, so many different people. And thanks to all of you for sticking with us, for all the great notes, and understanding your show would be back. Now, I can't do this by myself, so let's welcome in the stars of the show. You know them, you love them, and first and foremost, the man that I could not do this without. He is the co-owner of Driving the Line. He is the man behind all the looks, all the graphics, all the everything. Professionally, he's my partner. Personally, damn it, he's my friend. He's our five-tool player, A.B. Alan Bell. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Coach Phil, my man. It is so good, good to be out with you, everyone, in driving the line in the chat, the crew. We've all been talking for the last two weeks, and it is here. It's exciting. And look, Coach, we get to see even more of you today than we normally do. So I love it. <laughs> this is why we do dress rehearsals, so we can figure out and figure out where things go. Because Our tech is so next level, we couldn't even figure it all out. I couldn't. I can't, I, I can't even tell if you're actually at your house or in a submarine at this point. <laughs> now this man, and it's apropos that he would be on. Normally you see him in prime time, prime time. But it's all about energy, and he's going to be a big part of our universe, a big part of what we're doing. He's going to educate. He's going to entertain, and we are thrilled and honored to have him as a full-time member of Driving the Line crew. You call him Coach Phil. I call him Phil McKagan. Phil. Good morning, sir. Oh, good morning. What a what a what a time to be here. I you know it's mountain time, so it's eight o'clock. So we're on my second cup of coffee. I'm nowhere near where Dan Campbell is right now from a caffeination <laughs> standpoint, but I'm I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere in between a normal human being and D in DC. Now I do gotta say this. I you're you're gonna be allowed to actually be yourself on this show. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna drink too. I'm gonna drink a cup of coffee while we're on the air. I love it. I love it. Everybody can be themselves. And if you are in the chat right now, it is popping off ready. My goodness. We're going to listen to you. you. have any questions, let us know. Now, every, they're saying my mic could be better. So we'll work on that. That's why we're doing dress rehearsals, guys. We want all the feedback, good, bad, or indifferent. Now, <clears throat> here's what we're doing. Normally, again, on Monday, we're not doing a lot of picks today. We're going to be live Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We're going to be live Sunday at noon Eastern. That's when, really when we'll get to the pick. And then Monday, really have it ramped up. Today's all about discussion. Today's all about making you smarter. Kev, you're damn right this is awesome. And it's only going to get better. You have no idea what we have in store for you. But overnight, it's almost like, Phil, the football gods were shining down on us as I wake up to a notification that after 24 years, and all those Super Bowls, all those AFC championships, all of those things with Tom Brady that Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are parting ways as early as today. You coached against Bill Belichick. Tell me ultimately why, and do you believe he will continue to coach? 
So, so many, there's so many things to talk about when you talk about Coach Belichick. I think I've gone up against him as a coach 10 times and as a player twice. I mean, he's just so sophisticated from the defensive standpoint. Obviously, the Super Bowl titles, the, the tenure, the run that he's had with the Patriots will, will probably be uh, unmatched as long as, as the league is, is, is operating. Um, I think the reality to your question is that, you know, Bill will tell you this to, first and foremost. This is a production-based business. They won four ball games. They had zero Pro Bowl players. They lost 13. You know, Bill's 71 years old, so I think maybe it's time for a, a change or maybe Bill pivots and does something else. Um, any place in the NFL would be interested in talking with Bill Belichick. So if you have an open head coaching vacancy, you should put him on the list if he wants to coach. He's also going to be excellent on television. You guys have seen him in some documentaries and things of that nature. You saw him when he worked at the, the Navy game. I mean, he's good. So uh, he could do that. And then he likes to travel. He's a he's European dude with descent. So he could spend a year abroad and just, you know, kind of reflect. He's that type of a guy. So I'm curious to see what he does next. But my hat's, you know, completely off to Coach Belichick. We do want to give some shout-outs to those that have been rolling with us for a while. Matt says, Vincent's early December that I had this sound in my outfit. It's glorious. There you go, Matt. Welcome back. How about Bradley? So happy to be here at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I mean, we had to pick a time, so why not 10 a.m. Eastern time? Now, A.B., let me come to you because we're always going to tie things back into a betting perspective. And I think it's kind of underrated how much a head coach can play into odds, how a team plays, wins, losses, certainly that. So now with the Patriots, who we want a lot of money against this season, when you look at it and you assess Bill Belichick at 71 years old, why do you always say, yeah, they're going to go coach somewhere else? At some point, you got to hang it up. It's fascinating what he's going to do because Coach Phil hit on He just hit on it well that Belichick – is an educated, interested guy. There's a lot of things that he's been in his life. He also likes to just go to Nantucket and fish, play golf, right? Like, he can do anything that he wants, and especially in the media game. I, look, honestly, I think him looking at Peyton Manning and kind of how he's gone about doing this, Belichick could do the exact same thing. But when coaching's in your blood, coaching's in your blood, right? Like, I, that's, the, that's the other part. I'm just fascinated at what options are going to be out there. You're looking at Seattle. You're looking at the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I'm not even going to count the Patriots as an opening. Like, obviously not for him because Vrabel is <laughs> going to be up there in about 20 minutes. So, yeah, we could just go ahead and cross that one off. But I, I just don't know where he would land. I mean, he is, you know, a Maryland Bethesda type of guy. Obviously, his dad, legendary coach at Navy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he takes a year off, man. I think he does. I think you bring up a good point because, Phil, when you have players that are now coming into the league in 2024, you've got to coach them differently. You've Wait. been there very recently. So a guy like Bill Belichick is very much set in his ways. We saw that documentary that's coming out and Danny Amendola. What did he say? He said, we worked for Bill Belichick. We played for Tom Brady. So when you talk about the fact, would he fit in from a player perspective? Is that for you a yes or a no? It's a, that's a great question. The reality of that one is, is I think he has a way of adapting, right? I just don't know if New England was the setting that you can adapt. Sometimes you just get so set in your ways and without a reset button, you're, we're all creatures of habit. So to, to speak directly about today's players, um, they are different because the reality is if they don't like their freshman year of college, guess what they do? They transfer. transfer. And, if they and if they don't like their sophomore year of college, guess what they do? 
transfer portal. And, and, and so we can go on and on like this. So when you think Bill's adapting to the fact that the NCAA has all of a sudden decided to let kids just run rampant around the, the, the country, cash and checks from three or four different schools during NIL season. No, he hasn't. You're a professional, you sign a contract and he's not going to change the, the actual structure of his personality. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, would you, would you change if you won six Oscars or six Super Bowls or, or you know, at 71? Simple question. Go ahead, A.B. Well, I was going to say, and Phil, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but, you know, Pat brought it up in the chat. I just want to say I've reached out to Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, <laughs> and Bill Belichick. I'm all driving the line. Look, Can you imagine? I, oh, hey, I've already got key cards working. They've got access to the building. All right, we're going to go. So, yeah, Pat nailed it right there. Oh, the chat. Okay, is here's the a stick. question real quick. Here's a question. Well, you're real already quick. ruining my flow. I know. I and I've got a surprise for you, too. Okay. Who would be the who would be the best sports better? Betting the NFL. Belichick, Saban, or Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll's definitely a parlay. Pete, Pete guy. Carroll. Absolutely. He, he's a, he, I think he's a teaser guy. I think he's a Ooh, teaser yeah. guy. I really do. I really do. Uh, a lot of good chat comments so far. And by the way, the chat, you're going to be a big part of what we do moving forward. I can't mm-hmm. wait to unveil on Monday all the plans that we have for you. Uh, but somebody said this is kind of like the Monday Night Wars. Competition is healthy. Hey, we agree. We hope to find some at some point. Now, when I was at ESPN, you remember in the summer, guys, where we'd bring up like the SEC coaches and the ACC coaches and they would sit in. And I was doing first take several times. I happened to be doing first take when Nick Saban was there one particular day. And we were talking afterwards. And that's when I realized that the Bill Belichick that we know on camera is all a show. He loves to mess with people. Saban once told me a story that him and Belichick, who are best friends, most people don't realize that, they would sneak into rock and roll concerts after the lights would come down to watch some of the biggest rock and roll bands of all time. He says, we love doing that. We're cool cats. We just can't show that to the public. Well, now I think we're starting to see, because Saban, if you didn't know he was going to retire, why do you think he showed up on the Pat McAfee show every week? He was starting to get his media career started before he left Alabama. So let's pivot to Nick Saban now, because two days ago, we started getting the rumors that he was going to retire at 72 years of age. So, Phil, I'll come right back to you. You know all these college coaches. You've had to deal with them. There are the odds, according to BetMGM, for the next head coach, and I think we know who it's going to be. But were you surprised that after a run to the college football playoff and seemingly still having a lot of energy that he would leave? And why do you think the biggest reason is that he's leaving Alabama? I think that initially I was very surprised that he was stepping down. But then when I look back at everything in totality – it makes sense. I mean, like you just mentioned, he's 72 years old. Like I was kind of ranting about before, but I'll be more composed about it in this particular <laughs> segment. In the, the NIL and the transfer portal situation. I mean, like he went on a he had an interview last last offseason that he said him and his assistant coaches are working seven days a week, 48 mm-hmm. weeks a year. You know, and, and after all the success he's had, which we should name the, the new trophy they have with the 12 team playoff, the Nick Saban, like we have the Lombardi for the Super Bowl. Cool. It should, be, it should be the same. And he's 72. And again, like you, like you, I mean, he's in commercials. He's great on television. I mean, every time he has an off week, guess what he's doing? He's segueing and other things. People want to hear what he has to say because he's got the big E. And I'm not talking about the big exposition in West Springfield, Massachusetts. I'm talking about experience. 
This is the most experienced football coach that you'll ever see. Um, there'll never be another one like him uh, at any capacity. I've coached many players that come from Alabama, and one thing they are is well-coached, disciplined, and detailed. Um, this is a smart, witty guy with tons of experience. He'll have a lot of options of whatever he wants to do, but I don't think he's going to coach football uh, in college just because the schedule uh, has really changed the way take, – it's taken the joy out of, out of coaching for a lot of these ball coaches, just to be flat-out honest with you. Can you imagine, because after watching Matt Rule the last couple of months, and he's saying he walks into living rooms, and basically there's players telling him, it's going to cost you $2 million to get in the conversation. Can you imagine Nick Saban walking into a, a living room of some recruit and then telling, hey, Nick, uh, I don't need to hear your pitch. How much cash are you going to pay me? That's why I believe is the biggest reason. He doesn't want to play that game anymore. But, A.B., let me come to you from a betting perspective, because we always want to bet on something. You just put the odds up on the screen, according to BetNVS. And when you look at it, Dan Lanning, who's head coach at Oregon, I was I actually streamed online last night because some of us actually prepare for these shows. And I was watching a local broadcast from Oregon, and they reported that he was in flight, he was in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. They also reported – that the plane, because you have to schedule a plane to take off, you can't just fly without a, a flight plan, that the plane going from Tuscaloosa back to Oregon today has been canceled. It is no longer on the flight plan. So we see these odds, if they're still up, I think plus 300 is an absolute lock, because I think they're going to announce today that Dan Lanning will be the next coach at Alabama. Your thoughts? Absolute lock. It's not going to be Dabo. Dabo is already, I'm not saying he's old, but he's kind of had his prime run. And he's also kind of made a big mess in regards to NIL and all that and how he doesn't want, you know, players paid. Not good. Not, it just doesn't work out well. I, I think Dabo, that's done. Mike Norvell would be interested. James Franklin. I mean, Penn State's pretty damn good job. Lane Kiffin just signed a, uh, a deal with Ole Miss. Lane will be the one to play around with it but I don't think that he's going to go. Lane's actually got it made at Ole Miss. He's making a ton of money. Expectations aren't super crazy. Mm -hmm. Also, think about, I don't know who wants to be the guy that has to replace Nick Saban. You want to be the guy that replaces the guy that replaces Nick Saban. <laughs> I think Dan Lanning is the, it, 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 it's going to be Dan Lanning, to be completely honest with you. If here is a long uh, shot, if, if things start happening on this list and they don't happen, Ken Wisenhunt is on that staff. Just keep an eye there, but it's going to be Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning's SEC dude. Yeah, like, yeah man. It's got to be Phil Goat. I love Wiz. I worked for him for two years. He's the best. Um, I, I think Dan Lanning is going to be the head coach there, in, in my opinion. He has the right temperament. He's got the right energy. You know, he's, he's at that age where you can you can kind of keep up with the pace of, of this, which is basically your phone rings 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, and you have a million things to do. The expectations are not going to crush this guy. Um, I think that that's going to happen. But just remember now, you know, Oregon is Oregon and they have Nike money. So there's always a chance that this is one of the few college programs that could back the Brinks truck up to him to stay. All right. Because I don't believe Ole Miss, like say they wanted Lane. I don't think Ole Miss would, would have enough money to kind of counter it and then match the buyout and all these things that are going to – there's a lot of – there's big business happening today. So yeah. 
it's de- so landing to me is the, is the lead candidate. Uh, but just something to think about is just the resources available with Phil Knight and Nike, and and how that may may play a part of maybe not retaining Lanning, but also driving up the price for Alabama to retain Lanning's services. What do you think the number is going to be? 15? 15 to get him? Yeah, I'm going to guess this deal will be like something like 10 for 150, just like you said, you know, like it'll be big and long, like it'll be, it'll be, it'll be significant. And then it's going to get, it's going to be big. You're going to see a big number. Maybe go. Well, well, I was going to say, let, let, let me say this really quickly. Um, you know, number one, uh, there are some, you know, some smoke out there, um, you know, locally, Tuscaloosa, that uh, uh, Miss Terry, Nick Saban's wife, might mm-hmm. be having some health issues. So I, I want to say, if, if that's true, obviously all of us, um, you know, we hate to hear that and hope, you know, the best for everything in regards to her, the entire, you know, Saban family, all that. Number two is... Let's say Lanning takes a job, and I know we've got to move on because we do have a bunch of games and bets to hit, but that Oregon job, as Phil was saying, is a damn good job. Like, they've got players out there, right? Yeah, so, so this, that's a 4X. That's a 4X move. You're, you're you, like, yep. who goes to Oregon? That guy come came from this school and that school. So this could affect affect five or six programs, just one domino. Yep. All right. We'll, of course, talk about that. And to A.B.'s point, what this show is going to be all about and what this brand is going to be all about, it's not just about picks. We're about discussion. We're going to be doing longer shows, not super long, but we're going to do everything that we wanted to do and just kind of had a difference of creative opinion. But the creativity you're looking at on the screen right now. Now, a lot of you in the chat are amazing. Dominic, so glad to have Coach's energy back. Uh, Dominic is home. Oh, big cheese is a heel to coach's heel. Keep it all coming. This is all about having fun. This is all about energy. This is all about you. And AB has been pounding me over the head about that for uh, about 33 days. Now, we will get to more of that discussion. we got six wild card games coming up this week. Two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and one on Monday night. And boy, have I missed boys talking about the NFL. L. Game number one, NBC, 4.30 Eastern on Saturday. By the way, can you all put into the chat while you are hitting the like button, while you are telling us how good the show looks, how about great job, A.B.? He's the man in charge of the entire brand's look. Look at this right here. This is TV ready. And as I always like to say, if you ain't TV ready, you just ain't ready. Now, this is game number one. Houston's a home team, yet they are the underdogs. So, Phil, let me come to you first, just from a game perspective. The way they were able to get it done last week against the Colts, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't a great performance, but they got it done on the road in a playoff win-or-go-home scenario. How much do you think that will help them against the Browns team, which really had, for all intents and purposes, the week off? Yeah, when you when you have one of those pressure cooker games and you come out on top like they did against the Colts, it really feeds into your confidence going into the playoffs. I, I don't love those like, hey, we're not the number one seed, but we're not playing for anything. Let's get healthy. That does have a possibility of the first quarter being a little bit sluggish. I, I don't like that. I like the young quarterback playing you know, right off the bat. Um, 
and, and, and he's he's played outstanding football. I think that's the story of the matchup. The quarterbacks got Flacco, almost 40 years old. I think might be 40 now. And uh, we got C.J. Stroud in his first year. Two excellent coaches, D'Amico Ryans, great defensive coach, head coach you know, with the Texans, and then Kevin Stefanski, a wonderful offensive mind, calling great plays for the Browns. So QBs and quarterbacks, you know, this is what the you know, QBs, coaches, and, and this, that's, this, is, this is exciting. Shout out to my man, John. He says, I was stoked to be there day one of the last universe. This is the same universe, just different field. Beyond proud to be here for the start of this new and improved. You said it, not me. Amazing universe and community. It's all about the community. Now, A.B., you may continue. So we have a couple things that I want to hit on really quick. Number one, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell you this, Coach, so you know, but for the rest of the duration of all of this, I want you to understand our program that we use is the best in the game. And I have preloaded. We have background music that we can play during what we're hitting. So let's try it out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yep. So we're going to let this run a little bit. Actually, no, okay. no, we're not. That really gets annoying <laughs> very quickly. But the good thing is that we can add to all that now. Coach, here's the other thing and the actual thing that I wanted to bring up, all right? One thing, and I'll say it, one thing that I hated about a certain other place. Easy. Yeah, yeah, is, uh, you know what, we're, okay, let me rephrase. Easy, Transparency here, okay? That's what we're about. So what we're going to do on this show in this brand is we're going to provide picks right up front, transparent, Mm -hmm. You recap. I'm going to give you seven recaps and watch how we're going to do it. So we're looking at the Texans and the Browns here, okay? So as we go through the show, we are going to build our recap screen as we go off of each game so that you will have every pick of everything that you want throughout, and you will see it all the way through. So if you get in late, you could pop right in, bam, and you could see all of them. We are going to have transparency on these. So let's get the first pick. On driving the line right now, Texas plus eight and a half, and both teams to score 15 plus points. You could get it at Bet MGM, ready to go, minus 120. I wouldn't be surprised if Texas win this game outright, but you're giving me eight and a half points on a same game parlay and both to score 15 or more. I love it. So you're so I, I just want to make sure that I understand because I may be the one running everything, but I, I just want to make sure that I understand. So you're telling me that a big cheesy tells me in the chat that he likes the over and then we've already given out the over. We can kind of match that discussion up with the recap screen. Is that what you're telling me? We can do that. Yep. Watch as we go through each game. You're going to really enjoy the way these picks. You you know what would be great is if you could give me that grilled cheese and big cheesies screen. If that would be some real high tech, because I'm hungry. (laughs) How about I get an earpiece that actually stays in my ear? I got to work on that by Monday. But this is why we do dress rehearsals. And most people wouldn't do this. And we thought about doing it privately and just recording it. We say, hey, why don't we give it to the public and get your. Right, that's oh, going to yeah, get annoying. But there will be yeah. people coming. There will be people coming to this show. I'll stop it at that. That will really annoy you in regards <laughs> to that. I uh, got to pull this up on the phone to get the screenshot. Paul says, this is beautiful. Matty Ice is fire. I miss catching with the coach. Well, guess what? I'm going to be making picks every single day. We have an NHL expert. 
We've got a golf crew that is second to freaking none. Weekly show, round-by-round picks on Thursday, on Friday. We've got every single sport covered for you, and we're going to grow as we go. Also, I will announce on Monday, we've got a new little club that we're going to do. Because I made you a lot of promises that I just couldn't keep. Now I can't. You remember that little merchandise store that I promised you for a year? Oh, it's ready to go. It's ready to go. Also, we have this little club. If you want to shoot your shot, because one thing we realize is that the hardest thing in this business is to get an opportunity. We're going to give you that opportunity. If we find a diamond in the rough, you could find yourself right here on this show live. Now, real quick before I move on to game number two, Phil, i got to come back to you. Because yeah. I saw something on social media that Joe Flacco, Mr. Milk Toast, Mr. Vanilla, Mr. Not a Lot of Personality, his jersey is up 400% in sales because of the run the Browns have been on. Do you think that even at this stage of his career, that going on the road will not affect him at all? <laughs> no way. Joe, first of all, Joe – he seems vanilla, but like you asked his teammates from the Raven days, they love this dude, you know, wacko flacko flame, you know, they call him, you know, because he goes hard in the paint. But I mean, this guy, I mean, I could see that. I mean, what's there not to like about him? I mean, he's throwing beautiful deep balls down the field. This is their fourth quarterback that they played on the year. And now they're, they're rolling in there in a playoff spot when basically it looked like they were going to miss the playoffs. You know, when we had PJ Walker and Deshaun Watson got hurt, it doesn't surprise me at all. And there's a lot of Browns fans. Like if, if even when they're on an average year, you go to Cleveland, Go to the state. I mean, th- that place is rocking all the time. They're, they're a starved fan base. There's hope and optimism, and hope and optimism is all a fan base oftentimes needs to start buying jerseys. You're damn right, and buying merch from driving the line, too. AB, go. I'm going to ask you this question because I, my brain can be applesauce at times. If <laughs> the Bills, If the Bills beat the Steelers and the Browns beat the Texans, we get Flacco versus the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. Revenge game, baby. Let's go. That's that's a great take right there, AB. I thought like you had something after that. You just like no, no, agree. that was it. Like I said, it's applesauce. It's not good. Yeah, <laughs> he just he's he's just he's like willing things into the into existence, it's, right? It's, yeah. it, because it's good. It, it, again, it would be great TV and great radio and great. It, it's good. So he's just trying to get these matchups. He's willing things, and I love that. I think wow. Flacco's older than uh, Harbaugh, so there you go. <laughs> So did you say did you say TV, radio, business? You said all three of those words correctly. I'm sure I'm sure I did. My my brain's probably more applesauce than this guy's. I covered no, I, I I think you're on to something. I may or may not have three calls with three big companies later today that have come to us. Wow. Ooh. Hey, please be Chick-fil-A. Please be Chick-fil-A. <laughs> They will not partner with us on Sunday, but we got five other days of the week. Now, <laughs> speaking of revenge games, game number two on Saturday, and I saw that old dusty uh, Mike Francesa on social media. I didn't even know he was on social media, but he was complaining because this game is behind a paywall, Peacock. And he goes, shame on the NFL for being greedy and wanting to get more money. Every business wants more money. This is about the Swifties, ladies and gentlemen. All the Swifties are going to be paying $9.99 just to watch this game. I already have Peacock. If you're a fan, you already have Peacock. So the Chiefs, and I just flew, no kidding. I was with my kids visiting my parents. 
as we were starting to really finalize this brand. So I was working in my dad's office. And as I flew out of Kansas City last week, it was 19 degrees as my yeah. plane took off. And I said, as much as I love my hometown, whew, I'm not coming back for this. It's going to be zero, Philzy, at some point of the day on Saturday. It's an evening game. That means the sun's going to go down. It's going to get even colder. Chief, four and a half point favorite. Revenge game, Tyreek Hill coming back to town with the Dolphins. And if Jalen Waddle's not healthy, if Mostert's not healthy, it may be all on Tyreek Hill to get it done through the air. Your thoughts on a warm weather team going to very, very, very cold weather. We're on the same page on this one. That was the first note that I wrote down was weather. Uh, when you have that type of weather, and again, I always equate the Miami Dolphins. They're, they're, they're built like they're going to drive a sports car down Las Olas Boulevard in Fort Lauderdale. I mean, that's they, they play in that wonderful stadium, Hard Rock. It's a fast grass field, great conditions, rarely windy even down there at that place, the way that they configured the stadium. Wow, what a test to go into Arrowhead with 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 the with the weather being fr- frigid cold. Uh, it's I just don't know if they're 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 constructed to to operate in this type of, of of conditions, which we will find out in a hurry if a quarterback born in Hawaii who played most of his college career in the in the southeast and then uh, you know played most of his games in in Miami. So um, it's just interesting, very interesting matchup for me. Um, the paywall one I wrote down as number two, Coach. Um, I, I think that I think that that's to, they're testing the pay per view type model to see what people are willing to pay, and that, that they're they're always going to try to probe and see what this is. I don't have Peacock. Guess what? I'm one of those subscribers. I think I can get it for five ninety nine. I've been shopping around. I will cancel it immediately after the game concludes. Um, but that's just that the way it is. The NFLs they're smart. They're trying to maximize their dollars. They're they're going to get you know hundreds of millions of, of dollars for this this type of venture. And they're going to try to test the water to see what people are willing to pay for these playoff games. It's interesting that you mentioned the term $5.99. I think that would be a great price for a very exclusive club for additional content that you can only get in one place. Just a thought. Just a thought. Uh, the chat is always taking care of us. Joey says the last 10 games, hey, there you go. Dolphins are winless in the last 10 games under 40 degrees. This is going to be 40 degrees under 40 degrees. And the Chiefs AB, we know, have not been a team that covers spread. And so throughout this entire season, the spreads have continued to come down because they had multiple losses that they normally don't have. So this is a number that now, if I'm a Chiefs better, I've got to really start thinking about maybe this is a number, as long as it's under five or six, that I can sink my teeth into. Your thoughts? There's an interesting, not trend, but take a look at the total of 44 and think about what you said. It's going to be, what, minus 10 degrees, <laughs> right? How many points are going to be scored in this game? And especially with Miami on the road. All right, two is a great quarterback, but this offense is built on precision timing. Now, mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill is used to this, but we've seen him injured the last month or so. Phil nailed it when me and him did a run in regards to the Dolphins when they played on Sunday night, playing against the Bills. He said a a day before it to watch the injury report, and you saw wide receiver. Mostert was out running back. You saw Howard was like, I'm fascinated at that aspect. But if this game is going to be cold and points are going to be very tough to come by on both sides, I actually think that it helps Miami a little bit. Now, here's the other thing. I have a lot of new buttons 
on this program that I want to press so badly and I have no idea what they do. So we're going to surprise that here in a little while. But what we are going to do is take a look here at the next recap. And this is how I see this one going down. Patrick Mahomes over four and a half rush attempts at minus 110. That's it. That's what I want to play. Mahomes, we've talked about this type of a bet all season long, and especially when it's cold, and especially when he can't really trust all of his skill position players, right? I like Mahomes here. And again, we don't put it out there that we're going to play, uh, you know, uh, him taking kneel downs, even though that they do count. You can't count on them, but they happen. So we're just going to keep it simple. We're going to take over four and a half rush attempts, minus 110, and keep it pushing. And let's see what this button does. Hey, there we That's go. not it. That's not the button we want. Uh, by the way, uh, A.B. Phil, guess who's in the chat right now? Tell me. Our girl, Rebecca. Hey. We love Rebecca. Now, she always comes with great takes. Look at that. A.B.'s like a kid that can't. Oh, we're letting him do whatever he wants to do. Now, Rebecca says, I hit Pacheco overs as soon as they came out. Phil, is this a Pacheco-type game? Yeah, so instead, I didn't want to go in a three-minute conversation about this game, but that was the third point I put running game, right? And that that's good. Like you have your running game in this weather, you have to you have to be able to do it. And then I also put down Chris Jones because he's done a great job of stopping the run. So um, Pacheco, if he's healthy, I, I love this guy. He runs as hard as anybody in AB. This is the guy that we were talking. I was talking to you about when you brought it up. You know the downhill running scheme that I really the downhill running techniques and fundamentals. The way that they you know that, that he runs. This is the guy that you know went to Rutgers. You know is a late round pick. I mean these are the types of guys that make a living in January in the cold weather. I mean they just want it, and and, and I believe that this guy is going to have a big game, and I believe Chris Jones is going to do an excellent job stopping the run because if you don't run the football game the football well in this game, you don't have a chance. Kevin says press all the buttons, AB. Try them all. Well, they, believe me, we'll be tightened up by uh, our official relaunch on Monday, January fifteenth. Again, this is just a dress rehearsal. If you're coming here to check us out, thank you very much. We appreciate you. While you're here. Hit the like button. Also, just so you know, there are certain markers that I think we're going to hit in two or three days, to be honest with you, because you guys are amazing. But to get to, like, the next level on YouTube, which recently was announced as the most watched network in America, over NBC, over ABC, over CBS, which is why we decided to pivot to this kind of a business and brand. So we need you to watch, tell your friends, we have certain markers, we can do more for all of you. Yeah, yeah, here we go. John has a great one right here. How about the recap scrolling across the bottom? Is that possible? Consider that one done. That's a great idea. And everybody, like we said, and we said on Twitter, this is all about the community and all of us together. If you have an idea, something that you like, trust me, send it. We'll do it. We'll try it. That's a good idea. All right. I like Damn it. Damn right. Joe says, in all seriousness, it was taken from all of us, and this feels positive. We're only going to be positive, Joe. That's what this is all about. We all want to be a part of something. So this isn't a restart. This is a continuation. So let's go. Oh, I love Pirates. Oh, just keep those coming, A.B. I love reading that stuff. You guys are amazing. Now let's pivot. We've got four more games to get to. We've got Sunday. And I still cannot believe, because, Phil, you've been pounding me over the head all year. Mike Tomlin's the man. Mike Tomlin's the man. He somehow figures it out. And somehow, because the Jacks think, they back their way into the playoffs. Now, no what? 
He's out for this game. They're going on the road to Buffalo, who last week didn't look great, but they got it done against Miami to secure the two seed and have a home game if they win and the Chiefs win. Oh, how nice will that be next weekend? But, Phil, first things first. The Bills are laying a robust 10 points. The total is 36. Do you see any way with Rudolph under center now the Steelers make this a game? Well, there's a few things to talk about. One, I've heard 25-mile-an-hour wins consistently with gusts up to 52 miles per hour in Buffalo. Um, the Bills are hot. The Steelers are hurt. Mike Tomlin is a great coach, and the Bills should beat them. Those two things dialectically can coexist at the exact same time. Um, the Bills are super hot. How, how many playoff games has Mason Rudolph started? Uh, not many. And and, <laughs> and and Josh, you know, is like one play away from the Super Bowl uh, before. And he's, I just think that, you know, Again, the running game, and then you got the quarterback who can run. I mean, the, the Buffalo is going to find a way to do it. Ten points is a ton of points, um, but if you turn the ball over one time, a pick six, a scoop and score, fumble, a punt return, touchdown, basically that ten points is gone right away. And with those that type of wind, you know, you might put some Benny Hill music, and there could be the football flying all over the place. I don't know how many seventy-two-year-old people are watching right now, but that Benny Hill reference—that was really, really nice. Uh, Tony says this is perfect, and it's only day one. Well. Until we get my background dialed in. But, Tony, I appreciate the, the, the sentiment. Now, A.B., let me come to you, big boy. I know you're playing around with all the tech over there, and I appreciate that. Um, but when you get to the playoffs, from a betting perspective, everything changes. Because now it's no longer about, hey, I want to score as many points. It's about win and advance. So when you lay more than a touchdown, it gets very, very dicey in the playoffs. Is this too much of a spread to bet on? It's not too much because in the NFL, generally, when you have large spreads, teams cover them. They have large spreads for a reason. I know it sounds dumb, but they do. That being said, look at the total, 36. It, it, it's too much. But I will tell you what's going to happen. The Bills are going to handle their business. And just like we do on this show, I will give you the best bet for this game, maybe the best bet of the weekend for what our man John just said. You wanted it. You wanted it. You did it? You got it right there. <laughs> got it right there. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. So we're going to take Bill's money line and Josh Allen anytime touchdown plus 125. You're going to get plus money. You're going to take that number from 10 to 1. Money line right here and Josh Allen. He's their leading rusher. He's their leading every – yeah, go ahead, Phil. What are you going to say? Yeah, no! You, you got muted it. yourself. That's going to be a fine in our universe. It is. What are you going to? What are you, you take it out of the, my paycheck? Um, so, so what I was saying is, is, is AB. I can't even not spill my coffee down the front of my shirt while I'm on the air or check the, the the chat at all. But you have figured out the tech to figure out the functionality to get this to scroll within a minute and a half. So, congratulations. I feel pretty in, inferior at the moment. Well, I'll tell you this, Phil. I'll tell you this. Uh, we did figure that out. We're good with that part. But in the chat, our man Tom actually nailed it in regards to what I do not do well at all. And let me find it. I just lost it here. Damn it. It was good. It was right here. Okay, here it is. Talking AB lost something. Oh, there you go. Yeah, exactly, right? He, Tom is correct. I've been fading the Steelers all season, and I have been an idiot all <laughs> season long. I literally, 
I you don't listen. I've been trying to tell. I try to tell you guys that there's yep. a Tomlin factor involved. Yep. This one, I would stay away from this one. The wind scares me to death. That's know? why. That's why I'm staying away. I've taken. You can go to BetMGM, Bills money line, Josh Allen anytime TD plus one twenty five. I, I don't want to mess. I, I, Tom has proved me wrong. Tom Lynn has proved me wrong. I've messed with it anymore. Fantasy Live says the tick is a great enhancement. Fantasy Live, you have no idea. We now have created freedom. Now, let me say this. There was a nice little idea in the chat, AB, and I want to get your two thoughts. They said, what if every single day we did a consensus crew pick and we added that to the rundown so that the crew, which is the chat, and we'll have a T-shirt for that, by the way. Um, so they can have an, a, an official thing. We could do it on Twitter. We could figure out a way to do it in the chat. Is that something you guys think we could do, AJ? <laughs> Done. Yeah. Hey, hell yeah, we could do that, and we will do it. That's a great idea. Absolutely. Yep. I like that, too. We're just making notes. Is Coach streaming from the Titan Submersible? I like that. <laughs> Yeah, you do something a little echoey. He's not. He's not. He's not wrong. All right. Well, let, let's fix it then. Let's fix it. That's why we're here. This is the dresser. Let's let's fix it. Maybe I'm not on the right mic. We'll get Maybe you. Maybe I'm on the wrong mic the entire show. Let's go right here. And you guys tell me if I sound better here. Is that better? Is this better? Check. 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 Is that is that the right one? No, you're still. I'm on the speaker. I'm an idiot. All right. How about this? Check, 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 check. Way yeah. better. All right. Is this the wow. one right here? Is this it? 42 minutes in, the guy gets his mic to work. Well, <laughs> you guys could have told me. All right. Don't get me started right. with that one. <laughs> Let me know in the chat. Is this the right microphone? Is this Again, this is a brand new program. We're just learning how to use it. So, oh, there you go. Taylor says so much better. Thank you. That's why we're doing a dress rehearsal, everybody. All right. Now we've got the microphones working. <laughs> by the way just so, just so you guys know because i i want to release a little bit of information as we go steve scott who's amazing he's going to be a big part of our golf coverage he's going to be on the daily show on the week or on the end of the week he has a son who's one of the, the most talented musical kids i've ever met he's going to be doing music for the show we're going to have music as a part of this show with segments with all kinds of different things but this kid is amazing and we're going to be using his music go ahead ab uh, you might not have to wait very long to hear some of his music. Let me just say that. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Swiss beats on the track. <laughs> John says, Oh my God, it feels so much more real now. Damn. I missed that voice. Thank you, John. See, that's what we're here for. I, I, uh, yeah. See, I mean, I tried it. I said, I said it nicely. I didn't want to step on your toes. I said, Hey, you kind of sound like you're in a submarine. That's my way of saying, Hey man, get your mic situated, but I don't know anything. I'm just, I'm just a football coach. I told you to be yourself. And the Phil that I know would have just crushed me for sounding like I was from a submarine. That's fair. Let's go. You got to pass because it's a dress rehearsal. I don't want to crush the main talent right before the big play. (laughs) Zach says, sounds way better now that Coach has come out of the closet. Interesting choice of words. words. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Take two plays off and have some Chick-fil-A. Look who's in the chat. One of the... You, if you guys aren't a wrestling fan, you may not know him. One of the all-time good dudes, one of Phil's best friends, and I actually hosted the first season of Tough Enough, WWE Tough Enough, 20 years ago, Maven Huffman. 
is in the chat right now. Maven, hello, my main man. There he is. Phil and coach busting balls brings back memories. This dude was winner number one, one of the most talented guys. Say hello to your good friend there, Philzy. Oh, man, Maven, I love you, buddy. Thanks for, for tuning in. This guy, I mean, I've been through life with this guy. I mean, he is literally one of my, my like, he's like my brother from another mother, but neither of us really knew our dads so much, so we might be brothers. Who knows? <laughs> hey, let me say this. Maven, I'm already working on your square right here. You're coming right in. Let's go. We're going to have personalities. I told you, it's not just oh, about things. This is a personality show. I want Ginger, Mark Gendrak on this thing, Jerome Payton. I want these guys coming on. They got some opinions. I want to hear them. I love Maven, Those guys I love you, Coach. Love they them. love you. They love you. <laughs> Fayaz says uh, he eliminated The Undertaker and got his ass beat after for it. Did I just say ass and get away with it? You did. I, I did. And, yes, this man did eliminate The Undertaker from the Royal Rumble. That was an amazing moment. Amazing moment. Hey, was, did, did we just get the chat on screen now, too? Look at this. Know, hey, hey, just be careful, though, because it looks like a little bit could be your phone, so I don't want any old text messages from some of your friends, you know, showing up. <laughs> but make sure what's on the top and on the bottom that were just cropped correctly, okay? That's yeah. very true. That's very true. I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> All right, game number four. See how we're weaving in and out and having fun and talking about games? It's a novel concept. It truly, truly is. This is the game that I'm most looking forward to this weekend. It truly, truly is. The Packers, second half of the season, really started to get things going. They knocked off the Chiefs thanks to a drop touchdown pass at the end. But Jordan Love, Philzy, I'm coming to you first, has really started, I think, to settle in as the next great quarterback in Green Bay. And we know that when you become a great quarterback in Green Bay, you last for 10 to 15 years. Do you see the same thing? Yes, I do see the same thing with Jordan Love. He has progressed probably more than any player in the National Football League over the last 12 weeks in particular. Um, he's, he's got a young group of wide receivers that I, I, Green Bay always seems to have, a, you know, a young group of receivers with a young quarterback. So they've surrounded them with some good pieces. I just don't think it's this week that they, they break out. I think it's a huge success. You know, Matt LaFleur is a sensational football coach. Um, their defense has been struggling to get in the playoffs, you know, with what's been happening in the defense. Guys getting suspended, Jair Alexander to be specific. But I just don't feel like it's, they're ready yet to, to make that next leap, especially against the Cowboys at home. Obviously, the offense has lots of weapons. That defense is really, really good. And, and playing at home in Dallas um, – it's just probably going to be a little bit too much for the young guy, but what what a season it's been so far. But this is the NFL, and there's going to be one absolutely huge upset mm -hmm. this weekend, and this one could be it. And here's the thing. When you start getting into the playoffs, A.B., the Cowboys all of a sudden for 26 years now turn into a completely different team. They've done literally nothing, and this isn't a shot. This is just fact. 26 years since they've done anything significant in the playoffs. So now when you're laying over a touchdown, to me, that hook is like a blinking red light to me. I don't think they can cover that. I think that they can. The, the worry is the last, you know, 10 years of what we've seen out of Dallas. Do you know what? Those 10 years don't mean anything to this team. If they start and get it going, they will blow Green Bay out. But mm -hmm. I do not want to play it that way because 
I like Matt LaFleur. I like the Packers. They're a decent team, but I think that Dallas can get after their defense. How we're going to play it is this. The Cowboys minus two and a half, and both teams to score 16-plus points. Now, let me say, all right, getting it minus two and a half, obviously, we like that. Get it on that key number three. But I want you to understand, you're seeing me hit these, both teams to score 16 points instead of 17. Okay. And that is because we are seeing missed extra points and we are seeing two-point attempts, and I want to protect ourselves with that. So we could get the Cowboys under the key number of three, and we could get it at 16 for both of these teams to score and go on. I think Green Bay is going to score on Dallas' defense regardless of the game script. I think Dallas, obviously, is going to put up points there as well. And essentially, 16, you're looking, two touchdowns and a field goal. All right? Hmm. That's the only thing I'm scared about, though, is, is is Green Bay. If they if they just they they can't, they don't they, they can't move the ball against this yep. defense. That that's the only thing about that one that that's a little scary. They should go 16 plus, but I mean, I, there is a scenario where he's just back in the pocket and Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence are in his lap. The receivers aren't separating, and 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 you know, and you're turning the ball over. You know, there's first time. It's hard to count on these guys, these young guys, in the very first game in the playoffs. You know what I mean? But I love, I love, I love the way that you did that combination. Shout out, our girl Peggy is here. Hey, Peggy, Hi, she Peggy. Says best lock of the week, driving the line. Interesting. Now we did everything different. We made a public cry to companies, individuals. You want to shoot your shot? We've got a lot of ideas. Now we may or may not. And and AB, I know you told me not to do this. And I know our head sales guy told me not to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. We may or may not. Less than 24 hours ago, had a meeting with a major sports book about being the title sponsor of this show. So if you are a sports book out there, and I know you're all watching, if you want to be a part of this as the title sponsor, I suggest you send us a note, driving the line at gmail.com, because we may or may not, less than 24 hours ago, had a meeting with a major sports book that, by the way, reached out to us. We didn't go to them. Just saying. And look, we could give a video in the background. Video. What's that right there? Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Now, um, I'll stop being an idiot. I apologize. You know, I'm, getting, I'm getting a little seasick, but I like it. <laughs> All right, we got two more games to get to, then we'll get out of here. Um, normally, we haven't really decided how long the show's going to go every day, but this hasn't felt long at all to me. If it has to you, let us know. Again, we want your feedback so we can really get dialed in and become <clears throat> TV ready. So this game is about more revenge factors. We got Matthew Stafford's wife getting in the mix about all of the venom that is coming back from the Detroit Lions fan base that they're going to boycott the jerseys. Well, why would you wear an old Matthew Stafford jersey? <laughs> I don't understand that. So the Lions, but here's the thing, guys. All the other games this weekend, all the other games, the ticket prices are somewhere between like 75 bucks and 150 bucks. Do you know what the average ticket price for this game is in Detroit City? Tell me. $500. Hey, man, they're starving. Right? They're, they're, that's exactly right, Phil. I was going to say, why is that such a higher price than anybody else? You know this fan base. You know this coaching staff yeah. intimately. Talk to me. 
Yeah, I even went to that third, that one of the, I think it might have been the second preseason game. Even that Ford Field was was, was kind of rocking. There's there there's a there's a, a like anytime it's like a it's like a winning desert, you know, like a food desert where there just hasn't there's not nutrients and vegetables available at these different places across the country. Detroit's like one of those from like a championship perspective from football. So like whenever you have a awesome new head coach like Dan Campbell with all the energy in the world, you got to like the the most. I worked with a lot of smart dudes, but the smartest of them all is Ben Johnson. So like they see it, the fan base sees the play calling. They see this team playing hard. They see the passion and Detroit's a great sports town. I mean, you got the Tigers right there. You know, like when you go downtown, you got, you got the, the Red Wings, you got the line. I mean, everything is right. The Pistons, when they're good, they're terrible now, but when they were good, I mean, this is a sports town, you know, it really is. So you know, it's really not that much different than, than Buffalo and Pittsburgh, as far as the, the want to, I mean, look how many people paid what $2,500 average ticket for the Michigan game. That's just, I was just about to say they just won a national championship. Yeah, but but that's 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 hey, college look, Ann Arbor. Shout out Detroit right there. There you totally. go. Totally. So I mean, it's supply and demand, right? How many how many home playoffs games have they hosted in the last ten years, right? So not not that many. So you know, there's has been a whole lot of supply. So obviously, the demand for these tickets is going to be through the roof. And you can say real quick. Hey JJ, it's another thing we could do. Come let our buddy out. He he needs to go out. <laughs> thank you very much we're doing a little uh tri- thank you buddy JJ, What's up, JJ? get it on camera this is all content <laughs> he's already got buddy take it out buddy always buddy always knows he sits right next to me the entire show when he needs to go it's like right when the show is over and i said two games left uh so here's a couple things a couple things um a nice suggestion in the chat we should start using instead of hashtag driving the line hashtag dtl we're going to start doing that immediately. Um, good. Yeah, that's good. That's really, really good. So, A.B., let me come to you from a betting perspective. When you look yes, at this sir. number and you look at the total, 51.5, there, there hasn't been a ton of high-scoring games recently in the immediate recent time, but this one, it could be a shootout, but I don't think it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be how Detroit played the Cowboys. We have, like, the low 40s. I think the under for me is the play. Coach, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on this one. I think that this game is going to be very high scoring. I think the Lions are going to put up a ton of points. I think the Rams are going to do it too. Their offense has been just so much better than people have given credit for, not only the last three, four games, but all season long. Um, There is a different way to play it, though. And, Coach, I think you're going to like this one the best. Let's go. The Lions money line. And both teams to score 16 plus points, plus 115. Again, plus money. Get it right there. The Rams are going to score on the Lions. The Lions are going to score on the Rams. This is going to be a really fun game. I think this might be the most exciting game of the weekend, right? I'm not going to say it's the most important. I'm not saying it's not either, but I think it's going to be a really, really fun game. The Rams are a dangerous team. The Lions are a dangerous team. And we're going to play it. Lions win the game. Both teams to score 16 points or more. Andrew says, uh oh. A disagreement. Big Cheesy says, showdown? That's another thing we are currently working on. Now, I will admit, every idea. It's going to be a line down. I I don't want to pat myself on the back, but every idea was mine. So we could still use that. (laughs) We could still use it because it wouldn't be stealing anything. Oh, hey, hey, hold on. I got music for you. Maybe. Maybe. We've got to we've got to get our music guy on that. 
All right. I know we've been on here long enough today, but we got one more game Monday night. And again, for those of you who have lasted this whole site, thank you very much. So many of you will be live Saturday, Sunday, and then the relaunch of our official show Monday morning. So we'll be breaking this one down from top to bottom, left to right. Eagles, they have stumbled, literally stumbled to the finish line. But somehow, because we don't know about the health fill of Baker Mayfield, uh, the Eagles are favored by three. The total sitting at 43 and a half. I think this is going to be the ugliest game of the weekend. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, week three they played, and it was 25 to 11, the Eagles. And so much has changed in 15 weeks' time that it's not even funny. I mean, the Eagles, they're just – this is different teams. They they are I, they look hurt to me. And, I mean – you know, J- Jalen, you know, he, he just he doesn't look like himself. A.J. Brown was holding his knee. I hate to see, you know, big receivers holding their lower their lower legs, you know, right before the playoffs. I mean, you got the, te- the, the O-line doesn't look any any better than they, you know, they're not looking great as far as the health is concerned. Maybe the brother, brotherly shove takes a lot of toll on everybody that, you know, how many times they do it. There's a lot to talk about here um, with the Eagles. I, I think Baker's going to play. He's just Texas tough, and this means a lot to him. Um, and I love what Dave Canales has done. The offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers has really done a fantastic job with a team that people didn't really expect to do a whole lot this year. The the fact that we're talking about them facing off against the Eagles and and only being a three point uh, you know underdog is is kind of significant considering they lost by fourteen points uh, in week three. So uh, the Eagles look hurt. The Bucks they're probably they'll probably not be able to pull this thing off. But I mean, this game is going to be very interesting because that Buccaneers defense is no joke. Levante da- David is a professional tackler. I mean, he'll show up and punch the ball out. I mean, they Antoine Winfield's a dog. I mean, they got guys on this this team. You know, everyone's hurt this time of year. Who knows who plays? But I just like what Todd's doing on defense. And and, and the, the Eagles to me just look like a team that's a little bit banged up and they're really trying to push themselves through. But it, they just don't look healthy to me. They don't. It almost feels like, A.B., this is a team that even if they get past this week, when you've got the Niners, the Cowboys, the I mean, all these teams, I just don't see a scenario where the Eagles win more than this one game. But we're focused on the spread with you. Should the Eagles be favored on the road? Yes, they should, just because their ceiling is so much higher. Now, Phil is correct that that defense is legit. And look, when Baker's healthy, I got to give my man credit, man. Like, I I like Baker. He's not the biggest dude in the world, but he plays like a big dude. Like, he is a tough ombre here, man. But the Eagles can just – the scary part is that even when they're injured, they can turn it on, and when they do, they're going to make betters look stupid, right? Like, that's what Mm -hmm. you don't want to fall in that category. However, we've all looked stupid betting on the Eagles really since week 13 when they haven't been – the same team at all. A.J. Brown's holding players-only meetings, saying that they need to listen and trust the coaches again. I'm sorry, what? Like, they've got all kinds of issues going over there, but their ceiling is just so high. That's why we're going to keep this as freaking simple as possible. Baker Mayfield to throw an interception. The no-fly zone. You knew we couldn't do one show, first show, without a no-fly zone. Baker's throwing a pick, whether they're up, down play it on the moon it doesn't matter baker's gonna throw a pick in this game he's gonna have to throw it if they have a chance to win it so yeah now there you go 
by the way, uh, Big Cheesy says, I'm going to have to push my clients back later now. This show is just too good. Hey, I mean, wh- what can we do, Big Cheesy? What can anytime, we do? Anytime, Coach, a- 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 anytime that you ha- that anyone has uh, clients, all right, just send them over here. We'll put them on the show. All right, we'll let them make some picks. Have a great time. And you know what? You're good to go. By the way, one last thing, and then we're going to get out of here again. This was just a dress rehearsal, and you're not getting the marching orders today. That's for the relaunch. So if you're waiting for marching orders, that's not going to happen. Now, there is one very special person in the chat that may or may not be a part of the crew moving forward. You guys always ask about NHL picks, don't they, A.B.? And we were just never allowed to do NHL. I feel like we need an NHL guy. Do you? Yeah, we need some puck talk around here, boy. We need some puck talk there. Oh, look who just jumped in. My man Ben says, oh, it's a great day. How are we doing, everyone? A little late jumping in, but pumped to be able to catch some of the first live show on this brand. Hashtag LFG. Oh, and he's also given two (laughs) NHL plays. Hmm. Interesting. Something to think about. Something to think about. All right. That's going to do it for us today. And thank you for allowing us publicly to work on our tech issues. I promise you, I'll get this background uh, dialed in very, very soon. We'll be back Saturday morning live at 10 a.m. for another dress rehearsal. Then Sunday at noon Eastern time uh, for our final dress rehearsal as we get set for all of the wild card games. And then our official relaunch, as we are calling it, Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. It will literally be some of the best talent you have ever seen. The stuff we have planned for you, it's more than just a daily show. We are building a network. We are building a brand with some of the best people that you could ever imagine that have already signed on with us. And we're going to give you the universe that you deserve. That's going to do it for us. Again, marching orders, not coming until Monday. But until then, for Phil, for AB, our five-tool player, I'm the leader of the crew. I am the coach, and we'll see you Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time.